Hola, soy Dafne Wegebe y soy amante de las investigaciones de crimen real. Existe una pasión especial de seguir el paso a paso que los especialistas en la rama forense de la criminología siguen para resolver cada uno de los casos en los que trabajan. Si tú, como yo, eres una de las personas que encuentran fascinante escuchar este tipo de investigaciones, te invito a escuchar el podcast Trazos Criminales con la experta en perfilación criminal, Laura Quiñones Orquiza, en tu plataforma de audio favorita. You're listening to All Things Latina Podcast, a special series called A Love Letter to My Inner Niña, meant to encourage you to heal and break away from generational beliefs like machismo, calladita te ves más bonita, and much more. This series is hosted by me, Dani Steffi, and Kim Guerra, creator of Badass Bonita. We are so excited to share our love letters to our inner niñas with y'all. This is a beautiful series. And we encourage you to do the same. In this letter, tell your inner niña how much you love her, how much you have overcome, and how strong she is. Open up to her. Imagine she's sitting down on her bed. What would you tell her? At the end of the series, we will be reading our own personal love letters to our inner niñas and reading the letters you all submit anonymously. No names will be disclosed unless it is your desire that we do so. Please make sure to submit your love letters to lovelettersamor at gmail.com. All right, everyone. So if you've been keeping up with our episodes, welcome back. Bienvenidas, bienvenidos. Today's topic is machismo. I have the beautiful Kim here, but we're going to talk about machismo. <laughs> I love talking about it. Yes. So, I mean... Let's talk about it. Let's talk about machismo because it's something that we grew up with this in our culture, unfortunately. It is prevalent in our culture and anywhere you look, you can't get away from it, especially if you grew up like in a like Latina family. And that's like so that makes me so sad and so angry because it's something that we see not only in the men, but we also have internalized a lot of machista values as women. And also like for me, like what pisses me off the most is like when you see the next generation, like that the parents are teaching the next generation that those machista values of like they're raising their sons to be like, oh, así son los niños o porque eres hombre. And, you know, yeah, they're teaching the girls the same thing. And like, that makes me so mad. And like, we need to, end and stop planting seeds of machismo in our culture yes definitely i feel like it's a it's a false belief that people teach their children and they take pride in it and unfortunately i've seen it from women as well it's hard to it's hard to admit that but there, there are women that support that kind of mentality um mm -hmm. but also you know i think it's something that needs to be changed like Again, like we've been saying, we're all equal and it's like machismo needs to end. I was actually reading some fun facts, not even fun facts. Let me erase that. It's not even fun. Uh, let me scratch that. I've been, yes, I've been, re I read some like facts that date back to machismo coming from ancient Greek where uh, misagonia, that's what they would call it. I don't know if I'm mispronouncing it, but it was meant to have hatred towards women. And it was believed that women were 
in a sense, like disabled, or they weren't fully developed into men. So they believe that that, you know, that we had an issue that women had an issue. So that's where it dates back to that to having male privilege, gender discrimination, sexual harassment, um, belittling women. So unfortunately, it dates back, imagine, so, so much time has passed by. And yes, we have evolved, right? I guess we've evolved. Um, we can say in society, but todavía existe. It's still there. Está vivo y presente el machismo en toda la gente. And like that, like even, yeah, just like, I, I love that you shared that because it's like, you know, how it shows how deep rooted it is and how prevalent it is in like not only our culture, but in so like all around the world. Este, and it's like that hatred towards women because it's like we if men were raised to love women and value them and treat them not you know not even like as equals like because just like as humans without the hatred like the world would be different and like i don't like to like i mean i have to like this is my own bias but i'm like we're not equal we're better because <laughs> we, we bring life and we have had to like heal and like I feel like so many times like women have had to clean up the mess that the men have made. Like women are the ones that have like raised the children and like brought the children forth into this world. And it's been like so heartbreaking that like so many times, like it's like the women that have done, we've like done so much work and get treated the worst and get treated as if we're less valuable. And one of the conversations that I was just having um, on, a, on a panel is like a lot of times it's like los machistas tiemblan when a woman steps into her power. Mm -hmm. They tremble when a woman starts speaking up for herself. When yes. a woman stops access, accepting that machista behavior, like that is a way that we end machismo by not allowing it, by not accepting it, by not tolerating it. Yes. Um, you know, like what are ways that we have accepted it? And also what are ways that we, that you've challenged machismo in your life? So great question. And I think it's It's a great point. Like we shouldn't tolerate that. There's no reason for you to tolerate that. And I feel like, I mean, I've seen it, right. Just, just in the culture in general, like, I feel like it's seen as second nature. It's just seen as second nature and it ties back into um, under machismo, porque el es hombre, porque, you know, and, and things like that. So I've seen it growing up from, unfortunately, family members, unfortunately, friends that have family members that that think that way and they take pride in it. You know, they take pride in it. And the way that I have dealt with it um, is you know, I've communicated, like I've, I've always been the one, la rebelde, because I've spoken out about cert these certain topics where it's like, no, it's not like that. I am, I'm able to voice what I want to voice. I'm able to say, you know, I'm able to do the same thing that a man can do. So in a, in a sense, so, I mean, that's how I I've dealt with it. And sometimes it hasn't, I mean, it, ha it hasn't gone well. It's not like rainbows and butterflies. It's always like, contesta. It's like, what? But I'm just like trying to state my point. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, like you get shade, like they get upset because you're simply speaking up for yourself and standing up for yourself. And like recently, like I had a shirt, well, not recently, like a while ago, I had a shirt that said like my chistas are mugre. And like the men got so offended with their fragile ego. It's not really. Pero like a few days ago, I was like walking back um, from from a dog's 10-year birthday party. Oh, that's cute. I was walking back here in um, in Mexico and I was with like two other women and a guy and we saw a man like holding this girl, like pinning her up and like yelling really close to her face. Mm-hmm. And so many people like were around and like, they just like walked by, didn't say anything. We stepped in um, and said something and just like checked in with the girl are you okay told the man like this is not how you treat a woman this is not how you treat anybody um and the man got so upset and he even blamed the woman he's like yeah this it's your fault why you know like when he's the one that was yelling and holding her and grabbing her you know and you know we we kept kind of just like making sure the girl was okay giving her like different options um but for for me, it was just like such a such an like not eye opening moment, but just like a catalyst moment of just like this is why it's important for machismo to end, for us to speak up and protect one another, and to not turn away or not turn you know not look away when those things are happening. Because I feel like in our culture we were taught to like oh esas son cosas de pareja, like leave them mm-hmm. alone. Like, that's just how like relationships are. Don't you know mind your business. And, Very true. Um, and I wonder what the impact was for that girl to have like, like three women step up and like confront this man and like make sure or like ask her if she's okay and have another man to hold this other man accountable and just be like, this is not acceptable behavior for you or for anybody. And that's a way to confront my children. Yeah, like I feel like I feel like that's something that I've always heard too. Like growing up, it's like no, no, hay que, no se tiene que meter uno. Eso sale uno perdiendo. Which at the end of the day, it could be right. Sure, there's truth to that. Yeah, you could be the one that's just chismosa or whatever you want to call it. But if you see someone, if you, especially if you see a woman that you know she's going into trouble, like you know what, alert her, you did your part as a human being to be like, yo, you need to leave this relationship. Like, this doesn't serve you. And, you know, to the top to the point of you saying, like, you saw this man, like, physically harassing this woman. Um, I remember and this, this is like at the Grove in LA. So if you're familiar with the Grove in LA, and this is like a nice area, right, per se nice area. I remember clearly, I was pulling in with my car and on the sidewalk, right inside the grove, like on the sidewalk, there was this guy seriously swinging at this girl, like with his fist. And I was like, oh my God, is this really happening? Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God, I need to do something. I started like honking really, really like loud. I'm like, he looks crazy. He can hit me as far as I know, but I was like, but I'm gonna freaking honk this car and draw attention to it. 
And I just said like, yo, like leave her alone. And I'm just honking. And the girl's like scared. And he finally stopped. He finally stopped. And um, he left, but I, I just felt like, wow, the, uh, the audacity to like do this, like in broad daylight, you know, and it, it's just scary, you know, it's crazy. And to that topic, I'll share a story with you. I mean, obviously machismo, obviously assault. Um, it was my first day of college ever. And it was on a college campus, broad daylight. And I got attacked by this guy, broad daylight, mm-hmm. 10 a.m., um, behind me, like trying to either steal my purse, my phone, anything that I had. And uh, yeah, fortunately, like me dejó después de un rato, you know, I did defend myself and as much as I could, um, uh, there was people around, but no one, like no one really helped me. There mm-hmm. was not one man that tried to help me. I don't know if they thought, oh, she's with this person or I'm not going to get involved. I'd rather not get involved. But I didn't know this person. They like they attacked me. And I just felt so angry for for a while that I'm like when all of this, when it stopped, when he saw that it was a challenge that I was actually fighting back, you know, mm-hmm. I was fighting back. He finally like gave up and he took off running because it was in broad daylight, 10 a.m. in the morning. And when I looked around and I see people just standing there, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like no one. Sorry, I I cussed in here, but I was just so upset. But um, I was so upset and I'm like, no one helped me. I'm like, wow. You know, so now anytime I do see that kind of behavior, I'm going to draw attention to it because. I know what it felt like. I know what it felt like. And it felt like crap, you know, that no one helped me. And it wasn't until um, he left that people try to approach me. They're like, are you okay now? What do you think? Um, Am I okay? Did you not see? You saw what happened. How am I okay? Like, I'm a little 18 year old, fresh, like my first day of college, like my first day of college. And I'm just like, really, am I okay? Like, come on, you know? So definitely like if, if some, if you see someone in trouble, it doesn't mean that you have to get close to them because it could be dangerous, but call the police, like draw some attention to it so it can stop. Mm -hmm. Um, because the person in that situation might be, you know, might be risking their lives. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately that's part of machismo where they think it's okay to do that. And it's not, it definitely isn't. Man, you went through that and good for you for fighting back. But it's like it shows like how like the audacity and like how men feel that they entitled to do that. And like confident that people aren't going to do shit. Yeah. And guess what? No one did shit. And and this is why it continues to happen, because sometimes people don't step up. Yeah. Yeah. People don't step up. And it's unfortunate, you know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, gratefully, there are some cases where people do, do step up, the people do defend. Um, but in my case, like no one did. And that just like scarred me for a while. Now I'm like super vigilant, um, wherever, wherever, wherever I go, I'm like aware. It definitely, yeah, it activated my self-awareness. I'm like, no, no. Mm -hmm. So, Ladies, if you're listening to this, do not walk out with your cell phone in your hand on a par- at a parking lot. I don't care if it's 9, 10 in the morning. It can happen at any time. 
Um, Eat something, do something. Este, this reminds me like of a chant from the, like I went to Las Marchas aquí en México. And one of the chants was like, Señor, Señora, no sea indiferente, están matando a las mujeres en frente de la gente. Wow. Like, you know, same, you know, when you said that in broad daylight, deadlight, daylight, I got chills because it reminded me of that. It's like men, women are being killed, murdered, raped, assaulted by men in broad daylight. Daylight. And people, because they know people aren't going to do anything, that they're, they're like so used to it or just scared or worrying about themselves to, to stand up and like hold these men accountable. Yes, it's like they need to be held accountable and there needs to be, you know, if no one else is going to protect you, you have to try to protect yourself as much as possible, <laughs> either taking self-defense classes, um, learning how to take care of yourself in case of an emergency, have an emergency gadget, something, let someone know where your location is, because you just never know. There's so many, so many different situations, you know, where women are taken advantage of. Um, which reminds me of another story that I'll share with you and I'll share, I had shared it on my social media platforms before, but I'll share it here just to spread awareness, um, in case, you know, women ever come across this kind of situation. This was last year, sometime last year, I was exiting the gym again, broad effing daylight, 9am. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to GNC, GNC, I'm gonna go get my workout, you drink, I'm like, cool, trying to, um, you know, do my thing. And um, actually, no, wait, I was not leaving, I was going to GNC to then go to the gym. That's how it happened. And I'm getting on my car and this man approaches me like, with a very like extravagant type of shirt and like a big Louis Vuitton like tote. And then he's like, hey, he's like, and I'm like, hi. I already had gotten a weird vibe from him. Like just kind of weird. Like we're approaching me looking like that at 9 a.m. Like, hold on, like, <laughs> wait. Um, and he's like, oh, I'm I'm just I I worked on a fashion um that and this was like COVID, like who the hell's having fashion perfume shows fucking during the pandemic. So he's like, I just finished perfume, like fashion show and I have tons of perfume. He's like, I have tons of perfume and I have to go to LAX, but I don't want to throw it away. They're going to throw it away. He's like, so I wanted to give it to someone. Do you want the perfume? He's like, I have them here in the car. And I'm like, no sucker. I'm not falling for that. And I was like, no like get away like no I'm not it he's like no come on let me show you like and he was persistent I was like if he gets close to me no respondo like it's it's done like no respondo and I was just like it's just so sketch you know so just for those listening like once I started kind of he felt my energy how I was very like assertive and no I'm not like get away like you're being strange like he just like took off, like he took off, but that's a major red flag. Ladies, if there is a male or even sometimes females, you know, unfortunately approaching and get a weird vibe or they're trying to sell you something like perfume at nine in the morning during a pandemic, if the signs are there, that's kind of sketch. Yeah. Just, you know, move away, just move away, stay away. 
like listen to your gut listen to like what your instincts are telling you like if a person seems off trust that also like set your boundaries say no stay assertive and also like try to seek for help or make eye contact with somebody and just you know kind of send the signal like i'm not okay send support need, you know i need backup like in that situation like how amazing would have been like if somebody was like hey is this man bothering you and you could have been like yes actually this person is bothering me and like it's like another and like sad side effect or ripple effect of machismo that we feel like we have to like always prepare one another warn one another of like the different dangers that we're in like in broad at night during the day at home on the street in the car at work with our family in relationships it's like it's, every it's everywhere it's everywhere and what you can best do is just be vigilant and be careful you know just be careful and aware solo porque es de día trust me when i say it doesn't mean that it's just safe if some someone weird approaches you and you get a, a weird vibe no girl you better run or even like in a relationship you know like physical abuse machismo verbal abuse that can be mentally like taxing on you and, and create trauma and you shouldn't tolerate that no no woman should tolerate that right and it's oh like it sadly like i wish that it, instead of like you know us having to warn each other and protect each other i wish it was like men need to do better and like men need to stop acting like this and saying these things and infringing on our rights and our space and our you know our boundaries like it's like on the men who need to be doing their repair work on the men who need to be changing their behaviors you know but we like our society has like made us feel like we have to do all these things to protect ourselves and to adjust or accommodate for their you know inappropriate behaviors and like that is not okay like i wish it was like okay men need to stop approaching women on the street being persistent you know even after they say no need to respect our space and like it's so it's so unfortunate that sometimes like they even like expect us to be nice and polite about it like i remember once i was like sitting on the bus like waiting for the bus and um this man came and talked to tried to talk to me la, la, la. and i just simply looked at him and i was like i do not want to talk to you and i went back to reading my book um because like he was he was like offended and mad because he wanted me to be nice about it i was like no like you are nobody asked you to talk to me i do not want to invest my time and energy on you and like those behaviors of like that entitlement like men need to be more aware of that and our workplaces in the family in relationships like men i feel like the machismo teaches them like women are here to serve you women are here to meet your needs women are here to do whatever you want them to do because you you know women are less than and you're supposed to either like como conquer them or domesticate them or tame them um put them in their place and those are all things that caused so much harm to women, but just to society in general. Yes, no, I agree. And you, you touch base on like, we are taught to serve like men, 
especially, you know, I'm not saying all Latino families, right? We're not going to say all, but I know based on experience, based on friends, friends, based on family and everything that as you're brought up as a little girl, you're, you're taught to serve men, right? What happens at family parties? Who's serving who? You don't see the man serving the woman. You don't see that. You see the woman serving the man a hundred percent of the time, you know, and I, and disclaimer, I'm not saying all, but there's a good percentage. (laughs) There's a good percentage that that happens. I mean, I don't think there's nothing wrong with wanting to serve your man or your dad or your tios. It's fine. If it's, you know, it's fine. And if they're your guests, but it's the behavior that you're taught. I think as a little girl, as, as Latina, like you're meant to do this. You are meant to be a wife. You are meant to be domesticated. You are meant to do whatever the husband says. That's where it's not like, you're not meant, you're meant to do whatever you want, period. You're meant to do whatever. Check this out. Yo hago lo que me da la gana. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, that's so true. And like, I was like, as you were saying, I'm like thinking how many of us and like, I think of like our moms, our grandmas, our tias, like how many years have they spent serving men and like believing and being taught that that is their main role in life to serve the men in their life, that they never have the chance to take care of themselves, to do what they actually wanted to do to treat themselves like that makes me so sad yeah it, it is you know it is because that's all tied into like guilt you know I know that I've spoken it to many women um about it and one of the one of the main things is like they feel guilt they feel guilt to do something for themselves before their family or before their spouse because they they put other people before them, you know, because that's what we have been taught, you know, to do, or that's what society shows up until now that I feel that finally, I feel times are changing. And finally, I feel that they're, you know, they're, they're, they're being a change. And there are good men out there. There are good yeah. men out there. I'm not saying all men. Um, definitely not. They're great men. But um, it's just that machismo. And like you said, if we can teach um, our future children, our future, the future youth that there, there's a certain way that you should treat humans overall, the world would be a better, a better place because it all starts with who's raising you and who's around you and your society. Mm-hmm. Yes. That reminds me of like the term mujerista, which mm-hmm. is like the opposite of machista. And when you're a mujerista, like you are looking after and defending the rights of women and the needs of the women um, around you. And I'm like, oof, like imagine, like I identify as a mujerista, by the way, but like imagine if more people were raised with like those values to think about and prioritize the needs, the rights, and the, you know, even just like the joys of the women in life, like how 
different would our world be, where our culture be, society, how many less deaths would there be, like less feminicides, less feminicidios, like going to that march in Mexico, I felt just how, like I felt the rage, I felt the pain, I felt like how necessary it is for us to continue to fight against machismo because machismo is literally killing like hundreds and thousands of women. And that's just in Mexico alone. In Mexico, every day, 12 women are murdered. Wow. Um, the hands of men, simply by be for being women. And like people, women are being abused, assaulted, you know, violated in every form um, simply because of their gender, simply because they're women. And it's like that, how, it's so important that we continue to speak up and we continue to hold men accountable and we continue to protect one another and, you know, like show up for one another. I was walking down the street after the march or during the march and, um, there was like this senora that looked at me and like the girls that I was walking with and they're like, mm. like one of them was wearing like a little corset top and I was wearing like a, a cute little wraparound shirt. Este. And this lady's like, mm. y por eso, y, y dicen que no quieren que las violen vistiéndose así. Wow. 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 And I was like, Senora, por eso es que marchamos. Like, for that type of oh bullshit comment for the woman. Oh, I'm mad. Women, I am freaking mad now. Like, what? El día de la mujer, una mujer looked me in the eye and said that. And like, as a survivor of abuse, like, to hear that, like, that is the reason we are marching. That is internalized machismo. She was walking next to her husband. And it's like, that's like also like the type of woman that would defend her man if somebody said, oh yeah, he like did something to me. Yeah. They would defend the men instead of believing a woman. Instead oh, of oh my gosh. I'm sorry you had to hear that. That is like, that is so wrong. <laughs> That is so wrong. And, and this is the part where you correct, right? You correct that type of mentality. You correct that type of like behavior that is unacceptable. You know, um, that remind me of another scenario and, and see now that we're having this conversation, I'm having like these flashbacks on these scenarios. And I'm like, wait a minute, there are way too many. Like we shouldn't yeah. even be having this conversation in society. It seems like it's something that should be just something that you should already know in society as human beings. But unfortunately, we have to keep, you know, we have to, fortunately and unfortunately, right, we have to have these conversations, like the whole cat calling, the whole cat calling, like that just needs to freaking stop that just like, it just like rubs me the wrong freaking way. And I will say something about it. Um, I remember when we my mom wanted some soup, I went to grab her some soup that she wanted. My sister was waiting for me in the car and there was like a man standing outside and he starts like catcalling like I mamacita and this and that. And I was like, this is enough. I'm going to embarrass the hell out of him right now. And I say, and I was literally <laughs> my sister's watching me from like the car and I'm like, 
viejo chuco, le dije, ¿qué usted es sucio? ¿Qué no tiene usted hijas, esposa o mujeres que no puede respetar? ¿No sabe que eso es una gran falta de respeto? Le dije, ¿qué no le da vergüenza estar haciendo eso, un viejo cochino? And I was like, I went off and my sister's like, what is happening right now? She's like, I went in there, I was so mad, I said, this freaking man, like I've had it, I was like, this is enough, like I've had it with this kind of commentary, with this kind of behavior, and it just gets me mad just thinking about it, actually. <laughs> But, yeah. Like, giving the finger to when they even talk to me like that, no. It's like, <laughs> I had enough, I was just oh, like, yeah. it was like boiling up, I was like, nah, nah, and he, all he did, he didn't say not one word, he was in shock. His eyes were like popping out and he didn't say not a peep, not a word. And I was just like, I hope he freaking remembers this. Like, oh, he will. You think he's going to think twice before he says something again. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Kim, you're making me bring up these stories. Like, because we need to get angry. We need to get angry about those things because if not, we're going to be indifferent. If not, we're going to get used to it. If it doesn't make us angry, then we're just accepting it. And we get angry because that's a violation of our boundaries. It's a violation of our safety. It's a disrespect. Um, and like also those were the things are the values that like our moms were raised. They were they had to put up with that shit. They had to put up with those comments. They had to put up with the cat calling, but also the, the shaming, the slut shaming, the, you know, por eso las violan, those yeah. languages, like our grandmothers, like were not only that they pass on those things, but they heard them to greater degrees. So it's like we are facing and we're continuing this battle, esta lucha que so many of the women have been fighting and like putting up with for so long. Like yes. my great grandmother, la robaron. I don't have, do you know that term? Yeah, cuando, it, se, cuando se roban a la mujer, yeah. So that pretty much means like a man raped my great grandmother. And because of that, he claimed her, okay, now she's my wife. She's going to be my wife now. And my great grandmother didn't love this man, didn't want anything to do with him. But because this happened to her, her family wouldn't take her back. Like, no, you're stained. You're his property now. You have to go to him or else you're going to bring disgrace on our family. So that's how my great grandmother got married to my great grandfather. And she grew up super slut shaming my grandmother, telling her, you know, vales nada, no seas mujer fácil, tienes que hacer esto, hija, you know, all these things. And those are the messages that keep getting passed down. So imagine for them to have daughters like us after. Girl, <laughs> we are rebelde. <laughs> We are the rebels. Healing. Yes, we're bringing healing. And I'm, I'm like, I will rebel against anything that's not bringing healing to my family. Exactly. Or, or society in general. You really? know, I feel like voicing this is, is super important. It's hard to do. It's not easy to do. Uh, but it's something that needs to if It's just something that needs to happen. You know, um, recently I was having a conversation with an aunt and my mom and I don't know, no sé cómo vimos al tema, but it was about uh, the topic of like feminism and sex and, and that kind of stuff. 
And mm-hmm. my aunt said, oh my God, she's like, if, if my parents, and she's an older woman, and she's like, if my parents were to ever hear me talking about any kind of these topics, oh, she's like, I would probably get slapped. She's like, this yeah. was not like you were not supposed to even touch the subject. And she said, this as cosas no se hablan, and which relates back to our previous episode that we talked about this and she said like no it was forbidden god forbid she's like that we would bring up any kind of topics no 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 and then my mom's like oh yeah no one ever talked about any of this it's just now that we're able to openly talk about these things or you know share these kind of topics so it's like the fear that was probably instilled in them as to why not it's just like it's wild. Yeah. Wild or her feeling, yeah. Her feeling she's doing something wrong. Yes. It's like the guilt. It ties back to all these emotional things that become trauma. You can't talk about it. You can't defend yourself. So you have to be submissive. And I feel like at least from what I've seen our generation, you know, we're like, no, we're standing up. Enough is enough. <laughs> and like we're setting up our rights. and it's not it's not about fighting it's just about you know just like just what's right that's all it is just do the right thing just do the right thing but i'm like i'm I'm gonna make that a shirt Ooh, yes There you go. We love entrepreneurs. We love ideas. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Yes. Nosotras somos las. Can I take a picture of that? Hold on. I got to remember this moment. It was born here. Ya te, te mando una. Yes. Okay. Here we go. One, two, three. Love it. Yes. Um, Man, Kim. Oh, we totally took a picture in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like posing for it. <laughs> there you go. So I know she totally posed for it. We'll upload it on social media so you guys can see it. But um, <laughs> man, this is this is it's deep. I mean, what we can advise is just speak up when something's wrong. If you don't feel like speaking up to the world per se, speak up to someone that you trust. Someone that, you know, seek help if you need help. Don't just sleep on it because then that leads to depression and other mental mental health um, concerns. But definitely seek help, I feel like, is the number one thing to do. Que no estás sola. That's, that's one of the most powerful things that help fight machismo abuse trauma is like when you realize that you're not alone can we stay sola in this like so many of us unfortunately have had similar experiences but also like we're here to protect and defend one another we're here to speak up you know like the last image i want to share is just like when i was at that march they opened up a space like Machambos and Ultimo, we gathered in a circle and um, the women opened up space for whoever wanted to share their story or name their abuser. And um, they passed them the mic. E, girls as young as 13 years old got the mic and started talking and started Ugh. sharing and started naming their abuser. And like some of them, oh, I like, I broke down and like every time I talk about it, I feel it, but like some of them, couldn't even finish 
like they would like cry after every word. And I remember having similar experiences, but I, I remember feeling how powerful it was to finally just like say it out loud and to like even say the name out loud or to say, I didn't deserve this. I deserve better. And after each, you know, like this one girl too, she's like, yo soy la hermana o yo soy la maestra, yo soy la mamá de las niñas que tú nunca vas a tocar porque yo las voy a defender. And like, you know, for women to just like reclaim their power and also be like commit to defending and protecting other women. And after like the women would share, they would be crying and like other women would just like stand up and hug them. And the rest of us would just like scream out like, no estás sola, yo te creo, no estás sola, me protegen mis amigas, me cuidan mis hermanas. Aquí está tu manada, which means like your, your family is here. We're here to protect you. Like that is like one of the most beautiful and powerful ways to fight machismo is unity between women and like fighting for and with one another. Wow. I literally se me nudo en la garganta, just like that's so powerful and so needed. And with that, ladies, juntas somos más poderosas siempre. Um, and you're not alone. Remember that you're not alone. So thank you so much. We encourage you to write the love letter to your inner niña. Um, and we encourage you to be, be open and be honest with yourself and love and forgive yourself for anything that you may feel. And it's very therapeutic in and and need it. So with that being said, um cuídense mucho and uh until the final next episode. Hola, soy Dafne Wegebe y soy amante de las investigaciones de crimen real. Existe una pasión especial de seguir el paso a paso que los especialistas en la rama forense de la criminología siguen para resolver cada uno de los casos en los que trabajan. Si tú como yo ¿Eres una de las personas que encuentran fascinante escuchar este tipo de investigaciones? Te invito a escuchar el podcast Trazos Criminales con la experta en perfilación criminal, Laura Quiñones Orquiza, en tu plataforma de audio favorita.